0: Hello, and welcome everyone to the Dead Red Herring Podcast. Today, we are going to talk about friendship, because friendship is magic. And magic is heresy! (laughs) So yeah, fuck that shit. Nope. Yep. Yeah, fuck all that noise. Yep. Nope. We're not gonna talk... God damn it. (laughs) Friendship. Magic. Bah. (laughs) Those things belong in games. And funny enough, we're gonna talk about games again. Uh, we're gonna talk about our games. What the hell kind of segue was that? I don't know. You know how I am with segues. It's like weird what? segues and beating dead horses. That's me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't I, judge me. I just got images on you on a segue with like a baseball bat or uh, oh, that kind of segue
0: <laughs> <laughs> after a horse and just. <laughs> Imagine the, the Roman circus, <laughs> yeah. but me on a Segway, <laughs> driving after horses. <laughs> that, that would be a spectacle. I, that would be a spectacle. I'm not going to lie, actually. <sighs> okay. So, no, yeah. we uh... <laughs> The reason that we're going to talk about our games again is because... I actually did... uh, A survey? (laughs) Sort of a survey. I put out a question, open question on Twitter, about uh, what people would want to know more about our games. Would you like to know more? Yes, sort of like that. Yeah. And one thing that I actually got was, at least for my game, is that how do I um, separate between the ages? Uh, because it, it, last time we talked about this, I, yeah. I said that it was so, sort of a blend of different punk styles with a basis in steampunk. Yeah, and I actually said that there were going to be these different ages. Actually, it's more like I call it weird century because in in the long time span, it's a more or less a century long, mm. so a hundred years, and. And my my thoughts about this are that um, the you have the different ages. Like imagine the uh, uh for for example, you have the eighteen hundreds. Yeah. And within the eighteen hundreds, you have these really different sort of ages within the age.
2: Yeah, I mean within
0: the century. Like you you have the 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 flintlock era. That you had the percussion rifle era, you you have, and then moving on to have the enhetspatron uh, uh, in Swedish. It's it, the 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 bolts bullets like we have them today with <laughs> the, the, the middle the bolts, <laughs> no, the bullets. Yeah. L- like looking at how uh, guns evolved, yeah, or exactly. you look at how industry evolved, how society, clothing, everything. Really, yeah. you had like. You had such a much uh, evolution during just a period of 100 years that might have taken a a whole slot of centuries before.
1: Yeah, I mean, the early 19th century contra late 19th century, it was
0: pretty darn diverse. Yeah, really. So that is actually the the basing of my idea that you have the early part of the, the century the where you have I'm actually basing it in how the uh, airship models <laughs> actually work yeah so so the the early century the early part uh, it's more or less you have ships with balloons <laughs> let's strap a balloon to that bastard exactly it's like i have my ship here what if I put a balloon on it? Now it's an airship. Ta-da. <laughs> and you have certain things that go go with this. So it's like uh, quote in quotations now low tech era. Mm. And then the second part or or second era within is going to be where uh Air travel has evolved into you actually building ships that are specifically specifically made for air travel. Mm. So it's like you still you might still see the uh, ship with a balloon strapped on it, but then you can have ships that have the carrier the the lifting part integrated into the build. From the start, in into the design. Yeah. Okay. So you might see, imagine a a blimp. Yeah. Okay. It's it's within the design of it all. Yeah. So now within the game, it's not going to be like you have blimps, or you you could have, I guess. I but suppose it's more in like, later. No, century. actually, because of the lifting capacity of of the, whatever it is. Yeah. If it uses gas or so. Uh. Because of the rules within the game, you don't really need that large of an amount as you would need in real life. Because fuck physics, I guess <laughs> it's not fun. You can to... do a lot with Trinitum, so to speak. Yeah, exactly. You have the magical mi- mineral, mag- magical Contrive contrivium.
1: No, wait, sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> that that makes it, it makes you able to have these fantastic inventions. So you will see uh, ships that have the carrying or lifting mechanism integrated into this, the hmm. design. It might still be quite visible uh, that it might still be a balloon, but it's integrated so that it's not just yeah, as, as I've said so many times already, it's blo- balloon strapped on ship. That's the pleb kind of. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Air, uh, so, uh, and during the, the second era, I'll, I'll just call it the second era, mm. uh, you'll have also society moved Moving into a more integrated part, uh, or or integrating the this mineral with all its fantastical possibilities, uh, making e- life easier, hmm. so to say that that you'll have more and more inventions running with or because of this uh, thing.
1: It's that missing link of m- sort of modern
0: civilization. Yeah, so, it, so it's like th- this. Mid step between uh, just finding something and, and having it fully integrated. So and, and that that's that makes me. Um, um, at this point, we have to move into the the third era of mm. the century, and that is when uh, it's fully integrated. That society is based upon the possibilities of the mineral trinity, mm. and y- you'll have all like. Vehicles of all kinds running on engines that are using Triniton or Triniton enhanced things mm. uh you'll you'll have uh more at this point you will actually have the the more advanced form of the steampunk, I would say yeah, but it'll also be sort of a blend between steampunk and diesel punk and the main idea I have for this is actually to uh, make it look like sort of the early 1900s yeah, into I like the World War One
1: era. Yeah, I like that uh, 1920 plus or yeah, yeah, of, exactly. Uh, it,
0: it's a sort of 1920 plus or 1910 plus yeah. even. Uh, it's Great like, War era, so to speak. Yeah, exactly. It's so a World War I era. Uh, the way society sort of looks, you have this this more modern, more modern feel to things. Uh, you you have what we today might say the uh, more advanced sort of technology for its time, mm-hmm. but it's not really that. It's gone into. It's still the analog. Sort of things. Yep. There is nothing d- digital, so it's still cogs. It's still uh, springs uh, and such. There's n- again, there's nothing digital. It's uh Puhlhelm's wet dream, so to speak. Exactly. Yeah. And if you don't know about it, there was this Swedish inventor called uh, Christopher Puhelhm. Yep, Christopher Pool Puh- Pul- Poolhelm. Pul- <laughs> Pul- Christopher Poolhelm. Yep. Yeah. Fantastic man. He actually had a thing for cogs and machinery. Yeah, he made the so-called mechanical alphabet, I th- believe it's called. What's it called, that? I, I'm not really sure, because here's the thing. I can't really remember being taught about him in school. Me neither. I had to and pick that's that up later. <laughs> really a big shame, because he was actually one of the bigger uh, inventors during, uh, of Swedish history. And he did a whole lot of things that made uh, industry possible at f- at his time. He m- really made advances within his time, uh, and made Sweden sort of a mechanical utopia. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> now nah, I'm I'm being uh, really extreme here, but but still, his inventions made huge leaps in industry.
1: Yeah, exactly. He. Uh... Let's see if I can find here what he
0: did. And he lived, uh, he was born in 1661. He died in 1751. So, I mean, he lived and worked during a, the early age of the Industrial Revolution.
1: Hmm. So to speak, not, not badly pissed. Inte illa pinkat. Inte illa It doesn't really translate. I do like, ang- what is it called, anglicize or anglo? Yeah. Something like that, words, but yeah, I, I like doing that sometimes. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, very a very analog, um,
0: analog society. <laughs> you would do there? Okay, I'm just going to name an example of what he actually made. Yep. If you he- heard of something called the flat rod system, that is his design. Hmm. That's right. Uh, It was an invention for the mining industry that enabled the mechanical movement generated by a water wheel to be transferred over short distances. That is cool. Yeah. It was invented in the 16th century and by the 18th century was being used to transport power up to four kilometers. Now that is one hell of a range. That is a big range. Cool. (laughs) Cool. Take... Take note of that, I, I mm-hmm. would say. Yeah, sorry, I, I got lost in reading <laughs> <laughs> about this. Yeah. There's yeah. actually a really good uh GIF mm-hmm. uh, on uh Wikipedia, the Swedish uh version mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. actually shows how uh, the basic mechanics of the the thing works.
1: Yeah. And I suppose he was uh <clears throat> With his design, his mechanical alphabet, I believe it's called, was able to um, make such inventions as the locomotive uh, piston.
0: The yeah, I guess. I mean, his de- when you look at it, his design is really simple, but holy shit, it's effective. Mm. You actually can have elevators using his design. Cool. Just look at this shit. Yeah. Y- you guys really need to go look at this, Jeff. <laughs> it's, it's awesome. Yeah. Maybe we should link that later, but uh. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll put it in the description. Yeah, but yeah, find track way back to the, to the game. A very analog society. Yeah, a very analog society, but with, would you know, the the, the advance and imaginary powers of steam and cogs and mechanical uh, works and. Stuff like that. I mean, imagination is, is your uh, friend here. Yeah. And uh, by the end of the weird century, you will have this more World War I sort of civilization, which should also reflect in the conflicts, and it should be the end of the empires. Because a, a, another main part of my game is the empires. Mm. Because the 1800s were the age of the great empires. Uh, and also, during the age of Victoria, mm-hmm. uh, at least the later age of Victoria, that was also the beginning of the decline of the great empires. The yeah. age of empires uh, came to an end in 1918 with the end of the First World War. Because the, the the whole reason that we had a world war from the beginning was because of empires flexing their muscles. Yeah, I'm looking at you, Germany. <laughs> And you and your goddamn Kaiser?
1: <laughs> I thought it was because of a bloke called Archie Duke
0: shot an ostrich because he was hungry. I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, the whole basis for the First World War was that the uh, the Emperor of Austro-Hungaria wanted to uh, conquer, what was it, Bosnia? Something like that. Yeah, Serbia, w- I think. Serbia what? or Bosnia. Balkan yeah it, it was something somewhere on the balkan it actually some a lot of people want to make it that the the killing of archduke uh, ferdinand was the trigger for the war it was not it only ignited the fuse that yeah would, exactly would it was only what ignited what would later lead to uh, the the great war yeah. because believe it or not the the grand duke he was actually one of the people that stopped the emperor of Austro-Hungaria to start a war in the first place. Mm-hmm. So when, with him gone, there was no one pulling back anymore, which led to plans putting in put in motion that would lead to the conflict starting. And by that, you had a sort of a dominoes effect going, that uh, you had the grand uh, alliances between the empires that led... Some ally- allies having to put their uh, good side forward and actually honor their agreements, which in turn led to our more. It led to an arms race, and the arms race <laughs> led to conflict. So, all right, chums. Time's up. Let's do this. Zero. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so uh, th- that is sort of also the feel I want to get into my game. I mean that that is perfectly for because history is just ripe for the taking there in yeah. inspiration. So uh, exactly, uh, and the reason I actually want to have this thing is that uh, I feel there isn't enough made taking inspiration from the Great War. And the era of early nineteen hundreds. Yeah, it's it's sort of a forgotten era. I it has risen up a little bit recently. There's come a lot of things, and sure, in in the early age of gaming, you had a lot of, for example, uh, flight sims. You had the Red Baron, Mm, which is an awesome (laughs) game. If you haven't played it, you should truly try it. Uh, But but today. just looking at history taught, yeah. you don't really get much about the Great War. You get a whole lot about the Second World War. That's true. Because I, I can understand that it's more relevant in terms of reflecting the world we live in right now. The but the damn I, not Nazis. <laughs> exactly. But you wouldn't really have, have that thing if it hadn't been for all the things that came with the Great War. And actually I- I'm leaning more towards saying that they there was not there weren't two world wars. It was just one with a sort of quiet period. Yeah. <laughs> An intermission, if you will. A heck of a long ceasefire, I would say. Sort of.
1: I would say ceasefire because <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest.
0: The thing is that if it hadn't been for the uh, Treaty or uh, What was it called? Versailles. When they met in the train wagon. I think that was Versailles.
1: I'm just going to check this because <laughs> I don't want to give out misinformation
0: here. Exactly. We need to know our history. Yep.
1: 1919. Treaty of Versailles. It was the Treaty of Versailles. Yep. Yeah. Well,
3: the thing is that if... If it hadn't been
0: for the winning side wanting to whip <laughs> Germany the way they did.
1: Yeah, the real ass hatness. Yeah, it was
0: really because they, at least France wanted to really humiliate the Germans mm-hmm. so they, they put on these really ridiculous uh, spectacles. Spe- yeah, they, they, It was really whipping yeah. Germany and that made the German economy go rock bottom. It made Germany as a country crash. Mm -hmm. And when that happened, you had a whole lot of uh, mostly veterans being dismayed and Mm. not fitting into society and and Mm. by such forming their own groups. That is what, uh, in the end, made Hitler being able to rise to power. Mm. So, I mean... They went from being an empire into being a republic. And the problem is that all of the decisions made made their... Uh, the society went down. Mm. The economy crashed. You, you have heard the, all of these stories of people coming with wheelbarrows full of money just to buy eggs. Yeah, I mean, their cursing w- was worth nothing. Uh, so, I mean, living in these conditions, who wouldn't be dismayed? Who wouldn't be desperate for, I mean, anything? Yeah. You wanted to have work. You wanted to be able to support yourself. You support your family. And if you were a veteran, of course, you would talk and hang out with other veterans. Of course. Because they knew what you went through. I mean, it you, was a horrible... nation
1: validation in your society.
0: Yeah. I mean... Just being part of what happened in World War I, mm-hmm. the, all the horrors you had to see and survive, if you actually yeah. were l- lucky enough <laughs> to survive, I mean, PTSD, what's that? <laughs> nah. Battle fatigue. <laughs> exactly. Actually, it's shell shock. In the beginning, yeah. Yeah. World War I, it's shell shock. World War II, it's battle <laughs> fatigue. Uh, come Vietnam, it actually turned into post traumatic stress disorder. Yeah. So now you know that <laughs> exactly. And I mean,
1: we can see that in after the Vietnam War with the splinters of veterans coming
0: back and uh, forming we- their own little groups. Yeah. Where did Hell's Angels come from? Veterans coming back from Vietnam. Yeah. Because they were they were outcasts. Yeah they couldn't get back into society society didn't accept them what did they do they formed their own of course and today we have shit because of it <laughs> so god damn it treat your veterans right <laughs>
1: <clears throat> this has been your history lesson and psa for from the red herring Literary- <laughs> podcast exactly <laughs> um, i think we
0: getting into this yeah, suddenly we're in- into social commentary.
2: <laughs> <laughs> ah, shit! God damn it!
0: Yeah, but my point is that I want to make, make it... Uh, put up a setting, a world where you can have sort of the conflicts mm-hmm. uh, of a World War One era. Yeah. And that is the last piece the last part, yeah. to... To my setting, Plus, uh, yeah, yeah. how I at least set <clears throat> up the timeline. Hmm. Uh, so, and the idea is that with all the different eras within the century, there should be different focuses, of course. Yeah. Uh, like having an age of exploration, having an age of industry, uh, and, and making it able for for the for you that want to play it. To have your own idea to build, uh, to build upon. Mm-hmm. So, if you want to go for a more a, of a Weird West sort of game, you should be able to do that.
1: I like that sound, Weird West.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to make a more imagine Victorian London sort of Sherlock Holmes kind of game, you yeah. should be able to do that. Uh, if you want to have a, a Pinkerton adventure. You can do that. (laughs) Cool. Yeah, and of course, if you want to have an inspiration from maybe the American Civil War, you should be able to do that. It's Just imagine the 1800s and early 1900s as basis for the world, and you'll get sort of an idea of what you can play with. Yeah, exactly. A little forgotten era for you. Yeah. And then with the twist of having the punk elements. Yeah. So that is the long answer to how I keep <laughs> the different eras apart. Oh, you fucking finally. <laughs> yeah. It only took about, I don't know, 20 minutes. Uh, <laughs> thorough answer. Yes. <laughs> that we like. Uh, now that I've been talking a whole lot, uh, do you want to have anything to say about uh, either comment on what I've said, or do you want to talk about your game?
1: I- I'm... <laughs> I have sitting here thinking about uh, the eras of of my game, and like you, I try to take inspiration from history because that I want to make a more of a my own universe, mm-hmm. but I also want to make it a sort of alternate universe from our world. Mm-hmm. So I have um, events in history or. Times in history that mimics the our own history for like for example the um, the ancient Greek eras and the uh, medieval uh, age of chivalry era and the yes also that the Great War era and and all that I, I try to make my little own own version of that in my game mm. and that is why my um, map of the world sort of mimics the real world. I was going to say shamefully much, but... <laughs> <laughs> it's like our world, but with a twist. Exactly. It's like our world, but my... Your version of my version. Exactly. <laughs> so that, too, that I try to sort of cover the entire history of the beginning. And I am... start. I'm not going to try to one-up you here, but... Uh, I'm trying to do that. Yeah, like, sure. Just one up me. Oh, you start like the beginning of the 19th century. I start at the beginning of time. No way, uh. <laughs> no. But but really, uh, the whole events of people with abilities and all that starts at the at the event. which we kind of borrow the name of the
0: fall of Babylon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we actually had a long discussion about that.
1: Exactly. We if we're gonna make sort of a split timeline and all that. Yeah, but we sort of. Uh, came to the conclusion that we should make one timeline mm. and just focus on that because I'm thinking of with this fall of Babylon which was kind of in this version in your world in my world <laughs> <laughs> a couple of centuries before like year zero I, I, if we're going to take the Gregorian yeah calendar, the, the bibi- biblical yeah exactly before <laughs> before that guy with the abilities You know, you know who I mean you know what the fuck I'm talking about? Christ! <laughs> oh, God, Christ! Oh, Christ! So yeah, basically, there was this big tower in this place called Babylon that, yes, it Was fell. it called the Tower of Babylon, maybe? No, fuck you. <laughs> tower of Sumeria, fuck you. <laughs> no, but yeah, it was basically a big tower or a spire, really. But it was it was huge. But when that, for some mysteri- mystic... Mithrythriethen collapsed. It sort of it awa- was god! It was the rise of the gods, but it sort of um, uh, frizzled up the uh, s- the space weave, allowing not only magic to leak through, so people could use that, but magic, al- magic, <laughs> but also awaken the so-called freak gene. You're a freak gene. You're a freak gene. Fuck you. <laughs> But 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 basically, people started to get born with abilities. And still, people have no idea what the fuck that came from. They suspect it's something in their gene, but they haven't been able to pinpoint it. They just know people are born with it. Genes? What's that? Fuck you. <laughs> it's pants, son. No, but... Uh... <laughs> so, so basically that. And then you have this... Um... In, the, in our world and in my world, we have legends of people with the, yeah, with so-called demigods and monsters and all that. Mythology! Mythology, exactly. Where did that come from? Well, in my world, there were people with abilities. So it's, in your world, it's actually based on true events. Exactly. But since it has uh, gone so... It has beca- turned that this far in time. Far back in time. People sort of forgot about it, and like they say in Lord of the Rings, uh, stories became uh, myth. Myth, myth became legend. The legend became
0: yeah, yeah, obscure, so to speak. Whatever the true. Uh, I, may, of I that might, I might be botching that. You, may, you yeah. may send hate mail for me later. <laughs> yes. Now remember, send it to Magnus. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I but, had nothing to do with this. But you gotta find me first, but. Anyways, they can find you. Oh fuck!
1: <laughs> they know my IP address. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so basically, it is based on sort of, yeah on true events, but then made into mythology, uh, to stories, legends, mythology, and god tales. So they might have been somewhere up in the north. Some guy with a hammer, was able to.
0: Summon lightning. So you're telling me that when Odin said that he was going to kill all the giants... they There might or might not have been giants. There might or might not have been a genocide.
1: I'm saying as a Turkish here, no, there was no genocide. <laughs> I,
0: you mean the Ottoman? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Ottoman. <laughs> Armenia, what's that? No, I I don't know. (laughs) Never heard of it. Move on. (laughs) So yeah, there
1: might have been a genocide or a hunt for some feral IDBs
0: coming through. You say IDBs, and what do you mean by IDBs? It's a sexual transmittable disease. No, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't resist. No.
1: The term IDB stands for interdimensional being, which is sort of in this sort of universe this alternate dimension there are yes there are multiverses not in th- your world there are multiverses exactly yes boah <laughs> we need to go deeper <laughs> but i'm not thinking like multiverses like for for instance it is it's like our world but uh, this cup never existed uh, not not like that mm-hmm. because then we're going to be here all all evening aren't we always <laughs> yeah i suppose but yeah <laughs> th- then you're going to you have to write out every single goddamn universe in that sense. But sort of, it exists some alternate dimensions which nasties can. Uh, nasties. Nasties can come through with interlope in our... R. This universe. I have no idea what the fuck that was supposed to mean. Basically. You got interloopers. Yes. Basically monsters beings stuff nasties from other dimensions come through make their uh, sort of uh, yeah their own little legends or yeah markings in history so for people regular people might call them idbs or interdimensional beings because that's what they are religious people might call them demons yeah you name it it's basically some call it their mother-in-law. Exactly. <laughs> Some of them might not, may, may or may not be their mother-in-law.
0: Oh, shit! <laughs> Don't let your mother-in-law hear that. What? No, no. Mm. <laughs> I like my mother-in-law. She's nice. I'm not scared of her. Standing right behind you. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm scared. <laughs>
1: But when I say mm, regular people call them IDBs, of course, I mean whoops. I think I covered those in the Yeah, I think last. you did. The uh, World uh, world Hazards and Occult Organizations Paranormal Strike Force.
0: Just rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? After a while, it sort of does, actually. <laughs> you just going to have to say it a lot. <laughs> <I> ha-
1: <laughs> but then you have other departments for people with abilities like... Uh, BCA. BECA, which is basically Bureau of uh, of Enhanced Citizen Affairs. Fascists. <laughs> Fa. <Fuh. laughs> nah, not really. But the government. But I am um... <laughs> fascist. Fascist. <laughs> Fuck over a trash can quickly. <laughs> but now I'm going into deeper lore here, so uh Stop me if I'm rambling. No, go on. This is interesting. <gasps> <laughs> 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 so, yeah, basically, uh, people with abilities in this world are, I'm not going to say register, but they are, but sometimes if they are, I'm not going to say misbehaving or something like then they might have end up in a register. So, basically, you have two kind of Organization in the government two government departments really one was whoops, which is more of the For the magicians or and uh, IDBs and and all that because well as the name states it's world hazards and occult organizations paranormal strike force so that sort of covers their department, but then when you have a a person or persons with the sort of freak genes or they are have acquired ability from other ways. The the BECA steps in and checks on that. Because it's more of well their apartment.
3: Bureau of Enhanced Citizens. Hmm. So yeah. So you have those two government organs. It's like a liver and a kidney.
1: <laughs> or oh, two appendixes you don't know what they're doing there <laughs> I you, don't,
0: you don't know what they're doing there but they're doing something <laughs> Th- there's a theory that they're doing something yeah, I think we should go with the appendix <laughs> <laughs> two <laughs> appendixes and sometimes they get get uh, uh, what's it in inflammerad I was gonna say inflated but <laughs> that's that's not right <laughs> you're uh, inflated You're like a balloon strapped to a ship. (laughs) (laughs) Infected
1: or... uh, Yeah. yeah. Let's just say that. And they have to be removed. Problem is, they don't. (laughs) No. They are actually useful in this one because they need... Because the regular government have no idea what the fuck. (laughs) There is a guy breathing fire over there. What the fuck are we going to do about that? Arrest him. Um, I'd rather not. Huh.
0: According to Google, "inflamera" is inflamed. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm just, I, I just get the image of someone with an inflamed appendix. It's like you, f- you smell that burning? <laughs> oh my! Patient <laughs> 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 goes up in flames. Well, that's fun. Hot, 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 hot,
1: hot, <laughs> hot, 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 hot,
0: actually this is what i think is really fun about your game it's basically a superhero game but you have all of these possibilities of just having a real either noir kind of game or or this uh thriller kind of undercover agent game and yeah. stuff like this
1: yeah exactly and that is that is why i'm try what i'm trying to um to go with by stretching it out in such a long time span mm-hmm. and with such <laughs> diverse places in the world I'm, yeah. I'm getting to those later uh, you, you have the possibility of doing the hell you want I actually want to do a World War 2 game but with yeah. enhanced people yeah I, I, have, I have an idea for the, the event of the, the Great War because even in the-, the Great War Exactly, but this is the fun part. We we talked about, uh, basically, the Great War and World War Two being a big war yeah. with a little bit of ceasefire. Mm-hmm. This one has no ceasefire. Oh, shit! So, basically, <laughs> it is the, the war to end all wars, but with enhanced people, magicians, it is a shit show. Oh, my God. It is a shit show.
0: Holy crap. So, I mean, that means the war will be going... If we take, like, the time counting as... Yeah, it in really between era counts as war, so yeah. So there's still open conflict during that time. Yes. Huh.
3: So you. Have so we this...
0: have from 1914 to
3: 1945.
0: Yeah. That is one hell of a war.
1: Basically, 40 years. 30 years. What's
0: math? <laughs> math is the applications of. Uh... <laughs> 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 Never hide the
1: so yeah, then you have this little bit of uh, technological advancement throughout the war because what's better to
3: uh, improve technology if not war. Hmm. There's a fun <laughs> in lifting, uh, <laughs> thought for you.
1: So be- because like I said, the enormous time span, you can I mean, if you wanted to go all comic book style, and uh, you are a group of uh, four heroes, and then there's a time vortex, and then you're back in uh, <laughs> in medieval Europe, basically. Ha! Imagine that. And because, well, oh, here comes like Merlin the magician. Well, fuck, he was a magician. <laughs> oh, gra- oh God! Oh ah! God! So you have those possibilities. Ah. And... I'm trying to do that, but not, like, being all over the place. But make it possible to cover as much ground as possible. hmm I haven't really thought about doing anything futuresque. Mo- not more than what we already have. Because, well, if you're gonna have a world with, like, superheroes or enhanced people, you're gonna need a little bit more advanced than we are today.
0: Yeah, I I think that that will be sort of how to say it'll just come with the with the with the game I guess that. Yeah. I mean if you have people that are super smart that invent really superior things uh, and unlocking really advanced technology, I guess that will be sort of reflecting it's into society as well to uh, take take
1: inspiration from those, yeah.
0: Yeah. So it's like you 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 will have sort of a contemporary world but with sort of at, at certain things will be more advanced. Exactly. Maybe.
1: It is the possibility of the more advanced than we are today. For example, we have personal uh, computers and all that. Yeah. Or kind of more advanced.
0: Yeah, I think <laughs> If we just uh, just to compare with maybe Marvel, mm-hmm. uh, but you could compare with DC. As well. How dare you! I, I would know. never. <laughs> but I mean, if we look at it like this, you have uh, characters like uh, Tony Stark, yeah, and his inventions. I mean, the the whole Avengers team. You have the different things there. Mm-hmm. Uh, y- just looking at uh, Vision and Ultron. Exactly. The the advanced AI, you have the robots and, and stuff like this. Yeah. I mean, uh, Jarvis is really a great example of the advanced AI that mm-hmm. might appear in a sitting like this.
1: Yeah, exactly. And that is also a fun thing to play with in this.
0: Yeah. And of course, that, that will... I'm starting to just... F- making my own things up here, but... <laughs> It, Go on. It, I might take inspiration. <laughs> yeah, but but I mean, in a world like this, you will have to have some sort of uh, safeguards. You you yeah. have your different organizations within the state, of course, which it, it will be a natural uh, uh, evolution within it all. That yeah. you'll have organs within the state that will control and supervise these elements. Of course. Of so course. I mean, there there. I guess there will be some sort of breaks somewhere that, that'll that keep uh, the civilian population under sort of control. Mm-hmm. And but because, I mean, imagine in our world if a super AI would be available. Oh, shit. Yeah. Who would be in control of that AI? I don't think regular people would be. I think that the state would take control of it and would have, uh, I don't know, 1984... Uh, in a handbasket just coming along. <laughs> Imagine the EU having this super AI. Som vi har <laughs> <laughs> Or the American state, or China, or, or Russia. I mean, the, it would certainly be one of the bigger super states that would take control of a technology like this. Of course. But at the same time, if you have... Uh, enhance people, supers, uh, and stuff like this. Mm -hmm. Of course, there will be sort of renegade groups and or, uh, uh, what's it called, independent groups that might act as sort of uh, gatekeepers for it, Mm -hmm. making sure that even the state wouldn't get too powerful. So, I I mean, it'll be like... uh, how should I put it, the world will always be on this fragile piece of ice or or on a really, really well-balanced scale that at some point might or might not tip over to either side of pure chaos or total totalitarianism.
1: Yeah, of course. I mean, I would like to uh, compare it as um, there are gonna show up uh, something. I think it was Vision said this in the Civil War that our very existence encourages uh, uh, conflict or something, mm-hmm. or uh, invites conflict. And I'm thinking, like you said there, with independent groups, like we have the super state organs trying to control, and yes, you have the independent the independent organs try to mm-hmm. balance that out, like you yeah. said. Like, of course, I would definitely say that. and Even in... Not just groups, but people as well. You have sort of the goody 2 people. And, of course, that's going to invite conflict with someone else. I mean, there are some messed up people out there right now. Mm-hmm. Give them superpowers.
0: <laughs> that's going to be fun. Yeah, And, I mean, I, I really like this because it opens up to so much interesting play mm-hmm. that you can have a game based on uh, your characters being part of a uh, sort of independent group. Mm-hmm. Uh I the thought of X-Men likeness crossed my mind, but that <laughs> that that wasn't really what I was going for. It was you more like imagine a group that has the idea to put sh- put having a check on that the government doesn't get too powerful. That the government doesn't use uh, supers or or freaks or whatever to gain more control. Uh, And at that point, you will have open or direct conflict with those that wish to make such a thing true. Yeah. Whether or not those people are part of a open government system or a part of a shadow government or whatever. Mm. So, I mean, it'll open up for... The conflict needed to have a game going.
1: Yeah,
2: exactly.
0: Now, in the end, it's always going to be up to the dungeon master mm-hmm. to decide how the world's going to be. But you lay the real basic b- basis of how the world works. Mm-hmm. Now, the interpretations might be really different, but depending on who is going to uh, make an adventure or, or make a scenario. But just that there is, they have the means to do whatever they like. That is what I li- like the most o- about it.
1: Yeah, I pre- precisely. I, I really want to give that freedom to people mm-hmm. just to, I'm not just go bananas, but if you want to go bananas, here's the tools for exactly. it. Exactly.
0: I either go full totalitarian state and <laughs> uh, 1984 and have your characters either enforce it or try to defeat it. Yeah. Or you can have the open good state and your characters might be insurgents trying to ruin it and uh, or you you do the classical comic book style trying to defend the open and free world.
1: Yeah, exactly. Damn viper. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and viper is your sort of version of what?
1: Well, imagine like I was going to say imagine cobra or hydra yeah. or the the, the, the evil
0: big... organization that tries to take over the world. Exactly. Of course. <laughs> of course.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, but basically. And
1: there you have this sort of the uh, the sort of answer to a government uh, sort of government control. And I'm not saying this like, they're not actually bad guys. No, they're a bad guy. They're a terrorist organization. They should be treated like that. Shame on them. (laughs) But it is an answer. They hurt
0: people! They hide people!
1: (laughs) So yeah, basically, they they are this giant global terrorist organization which hasn't been pinpointed yet to uh, get arrested. Mm -hmm. Because they have this... Arrested
0: or destroyed.
1: Exactly. Pit vipers. God damn it.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: mm. Yeah, th- th- that is sort of sort of an answer to a go- totalitarian government control. Then it's another totalitarian regime answering to that. Fuck it. But there might
0: be the shadow government. Ex- <laughs> <laughs>
1: exactly. Goddamn repeti- <laughs> reptilians, eh? <laughs>
0: <laughs> not, no 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 let's not invoke the Alex Jones into that
1: serious <laughs> crap No <laughs>
0: Oh Alex Jones yeah. the most memeable man alive Oh, oh yes <laughs> I mean, speaking of interdimensional monster, demons, <laughs> all that. And turning the certain amphibians to a certain sexual preference. Turn the freaking geckos by? No, issue. <laughs> I might be
1: getting that you're wrong. Your granny tranny. exactly. <laughs> your mom lesbian. <laughs> no, your mom gay. Your mom gay, dad lesbian. <laughs> your granny <grand> <laughs> 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 oh, now we're really aspiring out of control. <laughs> As we <laughs> usually do. Yeah, I suppose. But
0: well, that's fun. Oh, yes. But yeah,
1: like we said, we we want to give this possibility with our worlds to enlighten these eras in your own way, enlighten these games,
0: gameplays in your own way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I just want to make a good foundation for people that want to have... The means to do an adventure within a steampunk setting to do that.
2: Yeah.
0: I well, steampunk or, or semi diesel punk or weird west. It's just because these are genres that I really enjoy myself, hmm. and y- just building a world that makes these kinds of games possible. That that is what I really want to do.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, so I mean, <laughs> I have a hell lot of, of a lot of work to do. Still, but, so I, I. I mean, the, the, the basics are there. I just need to fill it up with fluff.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where the players come in.
0: Yeah, well. In y- this case. I mean, I, I enjoy doing playtests and having things happening there being either put into canon history directly or, or being inspired by the events and putting them into yeah. the canon. Uh, so I mean it's sort of at this moment a collaboration between me and those participating in playing to keep building the world. yeah, see so like an alpha test really. yeah, sort of, but I think also that's the kind of beauty of it all that this sort of game can keep evolving
1: mm-hmm. with
0: uh every game, yeah. And, I mean, every game can act as an inspiration or or as a building block for yeah. the bigger picture. Of course, of course. So, sure, in the end, I, I'll guess I'll just have to pick and choose what'll fit best. Mm-hmm. But it, it would really be fun to have people play it and, and then that I could see the story, just how it runs along and, and maybe take that and put it into the fluff Mm
2: -hmm.
0: that would be really fun so
1: yeah Yeah, exactly I I kind of like that approach also with the players because for the moment I I have I have how can you say I have a limited amount of inspiration sometimes and sometimes just up to the well not up to the players but with great help from players to evolve that Mm. To what what you already have, because after a session you you might just say there, hey that was not, hey that's not bad actually with the, <laughs> hey
0: that's pretty good, that's
1: pretty good. <laughs> For instance, like uh, w- if you sort of came up with another group or something mid session and, and like hey that that might actually fit there. Hmm. I should use that or a location or. Another character or or whatever. So yeah, that that's that that is the beauty of the
3: this early building on building playtest mm-hmm. and all that.
1: Yeah. So much to say. So much <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> and I haven't even gotten into the vampires
0: yet. Yeah. Well your version of vampires are kind of interesting. That they are yeah. I, I I try not to make them
1: all like creatures of the night, but but they are creatures of they night they are, but their backstory is kind of fun. Here is a little tidbit of backstory of these vampires. The vampires are nothing more than a sort of contagion or really a a parasite from a dark, cold, remote dimension that came through in f- and sort of put itself on a human and sort of metamorphed him into what we would call a
0: vampire. And that is the basis of the mythological vampire in your world. Exactly. And, and
1: I was going to say that um, reality mimics history here, or legend mimics history, but also history mimics legend. So they, they might have just taken from each other but ba- it is nothing more, really, than a parasite that procreates by biting and infecting other people.
2: Goddamn
3: parasites! <laughs> yep! <laughs> so and, and,
0: so like, you're telling I, me that a vampire hunter is nothing more than a sort of glorified exterminator? Aren't they always? Point. And I do like it. Yep. <laughs> now, where's my flamer? <laughs> the heavy flamer.
1: <laughs> Boah. <Bois. laughs> yeah. And a fun thing here, actually, it's... Every infected or every, every person that gets infected is sort of... Um, I was going to say, quote-unquote, inbred. Because when you have a someone from a pure parasite to human... They become the the most powerful being between those creatures. In this case, parasite and human. When that that human infects another human, it becomes a weaker version of that.
0: So wait wait wait. Okay. So you have the parasite. Yep. That uh, jumps in, onto a human. Yep. Turns that human into a quote unquote vampire. Yeah. And then that vampire goes and infects a, another human. Yep. And that human becomes a lesser version of the first.
1: Exactly. And I have a ranking system for this. And, okay, when I say. Is it sort of
0: like generations? Sort of. That with every generation, they get weaker and weaker. Exactly. And the only way to get stronger is to suck the life and blood out of a stronger, earlier generation. That, or I am actually going to be. Contriving and
1: say they can choose that, but they can never create someone more powerful than themselves. So I have this ranking.
0: So you're telling me that <laughs> you have basically Vampire the Masquerade going on here? Oh shit! A port. <laughs> <laughs>
1: shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, sort of. I, I, I am. Um, it, it is kind of, but
0: yeah, but still, I mean, it is the. Uh, disregarding Vampire the Sucky. Sucky, Sucky, <laughs> sucky yeah. Sucky, yeah. Sucky. I, I, I'm going to be open with it. I hate Vampire the Masquerade because I fucking hate that system. It's so goddamn broken. Sure, it might work in a tabletop environment, but oh, not really.
1: Yeah. So,
0: I mean, fuck that shit.
1: In my defense, I had no idea I was copying <laughs> that. So. Yeah.
0: Well, it, it, it's hard to be truly original. Of course. But I do like the idea of... The parasite being the strongest when it's well the direct uh infection, yeah, but does that mean that the parasite takes over the body or is it just that it sort of spreads its uh it, how to say you know having a parasite means that it resides within someone,
1: yeah exactly
0: uh so does that mean that the parasite Leaves its offspring making more another parasite or or is it that the infection just for some reason turns a human into some abnormal thing
1: well yeah it basically is that it turns into this abnormal thing imagine like this ant becomes infected with a spore yeah, wants to the, climb, the climb, zombie climb. fungus thing. Exactly, yeah. it wants to climb and then it just sprouts out. And yeah. basically metamorphosis, basically, mm-hmm. or sprouts out, whatever. But it basically is that when it is in this parasitic blah, 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 blah form... Mm-hmm.
0: Blah, it's pure form.
1: Yeah, exactly, it's pure form. It's very limited to that form. But when it melts, I'm going to say
0: meld, because okay, so so there, there there is a sort of metamorphosis between the parasite and the host. Exactly. So they become one. <clears throat> exactly. Okay. It but it leaves
1: um, its imprint. I was gonna say, but it yeah, but they become one, mm-hmm. and the parasite changes its body, becoming well very sensitive to sunlight or UV light and all yeah. that. But it needs this hung- It has this hunger. It needs to feed on this case blood. To, to alive. To <laughs> Iron
0: keep. deficiency! Exactly!
1: Or something or like that. Or a craving
0: for hemoglobin.
1: Exactly. Noms. <laughs> but, but, but basically, it needs this blood <clears throat> to be alive. Yeah. And... Well, separating host from vampire parasite... Let's just say it's not very pleasant for anyone involved. But
0: and Really, it sounds to me like whenever... A human has gone through a metamorphosis with the parasite. It it to me it sounds like they become one and become a new sort of creature. Yeah, but it has.
1: They has this instinct left from the parasite. Yeah,
0: because uh, to me it sounds like it's kind of hard to reverse. It is very hard to re- reverse. It's, uh, I, I mean, would actually think I mean, that it would th- be this impossible. Parasy-
1: this parasite is basically rewriting your DNA to yeah. create... So how this- do
0: you actually reverse that?
1: Well, fire. Lots of it. No, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, but imagine, like, if the brightest scientists came up with a sort of vaccine or whatever, or just started to... Um, well, well, basically, you will use magic. Like Like I said, magic I can actually accept because that is breaking reality. Exactly, but like I said, it's very hard. Yeah, basically impossible.
0: Because to me, it sounds like, and and that would be sort of the thing with the vampire that once you've been turned, once you have gone through the metamorphosis, there is no going back. Mm. I would even say that doing it through magical means might be, well, sort of cheating. But (laughs) but. but once again, you're going to have to rewrite all that yeah. DNA that changed and it, it, remove the parasite. It's sort of like you have to just take that person and go back in time, more or less. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but, I mean, magic is magic, and, and you do whatever you do. Yeah. But just looking at the vampire, I think it's much more engaging that, that once a person has been infected by the parasite, and the parasite has has melded and they've gone through the metamorphosis, there's no turning back for them. Hmm. Wh- whoever has become a vampire is a vampire indefinitely. It fucked. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> it's fucked, basically. And there's only one cure, and that cure is fire.
1: <laughs> fire, sunlight, stake to the heart, whatever. How does that work, actually? Stake to the heart? I have actually thought about that. Because this parasite's sort of, quote-unquote, brain, mm-hmm. if it, because it has... In its true parasitic form, it's basically a mass of black flub sort of tendril thingies. Imagine uh, like a nervous system, basically. Okay. And when it gets in, and it craves blood, remember? Yeah. Because it's. Oh, very so nutritious. so it goes to the heart? Exactly. It huh. sits in the heart like a cyst or a tumor, really. And just sucks, 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 and gets more nutrients when they, and and it. And
0: then just goes. Uh, it, it's. It spreads through like the blood. Yeah, blood veins and goes through the body, and then there's the metamorphosis going through. And exactly. Suddenly... What's the quickest way to get around in the body? Blood. Exactly. Yeah. So basically, when you have a steak
1: you, to go through the heart, because these fuckers are. Does very... it have to
0: be a T bone?
2: No.
1: <laughs> um, a pork chop might suffice, or a sausage. <laughs> Have someone with a sauce with great effort. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I just had to, of course. <laughs> but yeah, a wooden stake. Exactly. Because if this being. God, I sound so like. If being so powerful, you, you can barely kill it. now. but. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but basically, if. If it. You like cut a limb, uh-huh. it still has this parasitic. Ability to just regenerate, or yeah, basically regenerate, because because when well, they have this sort of I'm not gonna say magical inner because it's basically their biology to just regenerate. You Imagine like a uh, starfish, really. Okay. All right. Sure. So, go for the brain, but the brain is not in the brain. The brain is in the in the heart. Exactly. So it would stay... Enough. And
0: in the olden days, if you didn't, like, have a gun. So, does this mean that just piercing the heart with whatever is the most efficient means to killing the vampire?
1: Well, you you need to go past the vampire on all its claws and fangs and all that, but yeah.
0: (laughs) You you need to go past the meat grinder in the front. (laughs) But if I go through the... Longer steak, I suppose. <laughs> but it, it it doesn't have to be a wooden steak. It could be a no, an, an
1: iron. I mean, penetration really a sausage, if you will.
0: <laughs> Again with this penetrating sausage. Yes. God, the images. Oh ah! yes. <laughs> okay, but, but sure, I, I I buy that. But oh, yeah. what about garlic?
1: Your answer should be: it's a great seasoning. But... Yeah, it's a g- great seasoning with steak, but uh... <laughs>
0: <laughs> mm, garlic butter.
1: <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Well, old
3: Wife's tale, I suppose. What about silver?
1: I might work something with that.
0: It it actually could be sort of that this parasite has an. Avid reaction to silver, the as I mean, an it, element or something.
1: I mean, it's very sensitive to UV light, so I would assume it's something in the periodic system reacts badly with it. I would just assume. because
0: it, it would really be fun to have this whole thing with you know, you, you have a silver cross and you put it in the hand of the vampire, so it's burning or something like that. <laughs>
1: yeah, actually, yeah.
0: That would be nice. (laughs) You invite a vampire to dinner, you you get your best silverware, and suddenly it starts burning in (laughs) your stomach. Actually, you do call them. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Okay. That is fun, actually. (laughs) That is fun. (laughs) Dinner party with a vampire. (laughs) I might just work with that, actually. I might just work with silver. And it's the fun fun part with... I have this kind of... Courts, really. Because I was going to say, in the ranking system of this vampire, when a human and parasite becomes one, it becomes a sort of a hierarch, mm-hmm. I call it. Because it's the grand ruler. So
0: it's the first.
1: Yes. A prime arc. No, sorry. Prime arc. Prime arc. Exactly. <laughs> And when it infects uh, down mm-hmm. in the next generation, it becomes a monarch. A monarch to monarch. Or a royal, really. Okay. And those uh, infects on... It becomes a noble, because every royal needs its subjects. Its uh, noble subjects, really. Uh-huh. And when they sort of shoots, <laughs> shoots down, kicks down, uh, mm-hmm. kicks downward, it becomes the, the sort of warrior the The warrior yeah. generation. Really.
0: I, I can really understand the whole thing of each vampire getting weaker, so mm-hmm. to say. Because I mean, if if it is that the original parasite melts with a human, you got a really fifty fifty part. Yeah. But then, as you go further, there's going to be more and yeah, more human I, in that. Half that vampire, half that
1: vampire, yeah. half that
0: vampire. It basically goes down. Yeah, it, it just thins out.
1: Yeah. Exactly in, until it comes to like down to the most basic normal vampire, which is more human than it is vampire. I'm not saying a daywalker here because it's still a vampire
0: i i'm I'm just thinking that when you go low enough that they they're not really vampires anymore they're more like ghouls, maybe because exactly. there becomes some sort of i mean what there's happens- not enough power in the parasite DNA that it it really go pulls through the metamorphosis to. I, it, it's yeah. fullest potential. It's more like there. It becomes sort of a, a tainted, really. Yeah, I they, mean, well, let's ask
1: the people of Alabama. What happens if you inbred long enough? <laughs> yeah. I don't you, think
0: we need to go to Alabama. <laughs> to...
1: Let's ask the people of Northern Sweden. Oh boy! Oh
0: shit! <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> so, you make, know that was that's the reason that we have uh, bicycles. Yeah. It, the bicycle is actually what saved the northern part of Sweden from total inbreeding. Hooray! Yeah, because suddenly you didn't just have to look within your, uh, well, family. Yeah. <laughs> your Blam. immediate uh, uh, surroundings, <laughs> being uh, a <laughs> sister, cousin, brother, or whatever. Mm. Uh, now you could actually go through the next town over within a easy margin of travel. Ooh, exotic. Yeah, I, I know. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah, basically. <laughs> it, it didn't end up in ghouls, at least. Exactly. Yet. But, I mean, my my point being that when there is m- not enough parasite power left, mm. there is still enough to taint and uh, during the metamorphosis, b- becomes sort of a... It breaks down the DNA, but there's not enough to build it up again. Exactly. So, so you- they turn into these sort of Ghoulish, feral, uh, yeah.
1: ghoulish thing. So, I mean,
0: yeah. it stops at some point. And I think exactly. that, that's really good from a world-building perspective because otherwise, they could just make more and more and more.
1: Yeah, and that that would be just uncontrollable. Yeah, I mean, normals can still make normal vampires or ghouls. Yeah. Basically that. Or basically... Yeah, it, it depends, really. but But basically... Yeah, it doesn't. The gene doesn't work anymore. It's just f- fucks it over. But so you but, have this basically, and, and with ghouls, I I might just add, they don't just drink blood anymore. They have just reverted into eating, eating yeah. the whole thing, eating the whole body, everything, Nobody. brainless
0: sort of. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Munching machines.
0: <laughs> Weird creatures.
1: Asian. Horrible creatures.
0: But but. Uh, I'm thinking about the Primarchs here. Um, <laughs> the what now? What? The what now? The, the Primarch.
1: We're not in 40k, mate.
0: <laughs> no, no, but you have the Primarch and then the Monarch. The Monarch, yeah. Which, the the top dog. The Hierarch.
1: Hierarch. Primarch sorry. is a made-up word from 40k. I'm, I looked that up, actually. Really? Yeah. It is invented just for 40k. Ah. Huh. Yeah, I was surprised.
0: Well, I'll be... Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the, the hierarchy. Yeah. Okay, so the Hierarch, can they actually summon more pure parasites? Can, do they have a connection to the home dimension world of the parasite? Well, that's the fun part, because
1: <clears throat> in this world, we, in this universe we're living in, uh, in the superhero thing, mm-hmm. it actually came through a good chunk of these
0: parasites. But then the world sealed off. Was it uh, in conjunction with the uh, fall of the tower? Exactly. Okay. In that little
1: fuckinging, so to speak. (laughs) It was
0: the fucking (laughs) name. The fuckinging of the (laughs) conjunction (laughs)
1: sphere. So, yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, in in the world, it has existed a lot of different hierarchs and courts Mm -hmm. throughout the world. But this one that exists now, it's the longest surviving. Okay. But basically a primarch, if he chooses, can create another Primarch. But I why would he? It's
0: competition. But but doesn't a a hierarch you said Primarch.
1: Did
0: I? Yeah. Oh fuck. <laughs> ah shit But doesn't a vampire created by a hierarch become a monarch? Well it's <laughs> I mean it's like because uh When they create, when you have the top dog create another one, yeah, they become. I really need to check my notes on this one because (laughs) because it sounds like they can make equals, but that that doesn't really work with your initial explanation of it because that means I
1: think I had the intention of the hierarchy can create equals, yeah, because it's so far up in the in the gene pool, so to speak.
0: But because in, in the way I look at it, the only reason that you have hierarchs is because you have the the fifty fifty blend of the parasite and the human. Yeah. Anything created after that is going to be half. Basically, that. a monarch. Yeah. yeah. That, so I mean, true, you, you can so. only get one step below. Yeah,
1: that, that is true. Actually, I'm gonna have to think this one over. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> it's quite simple. It's quite simple, But but the base <laughs> premise is you only create lesser of you. So yeah. Which is kind of fun, because uh, I, I, ha- I have this initial thought that these, these courts... a thought? A thought, yes. Thoughts! <laughs> thoughts! begun thoughts! As a thought that uh, these courts that exist today are sort of a... Um, unintentional in this, in their sense? An unintentional sort of answer to Dante's circles. Or okay. the deadly sins. So you have, like, a court that is based on pride, a court based on greed, court based on lust and all that, and they use these kind of techniques. Unintentionally, I might add. Hmm. So basically, you have... Um, a lot of basics here. Basic, 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 basic! Base, 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 base. base. So in, in this... Uh, for now, it is uh, nine different courts Mm -hmm. basically ruling all over the place because see it as a clan really a court they 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 uh, gain together come together and sort of lives they congregate exactly in
0: (laughs) dark pits and
1: and all that
0: old castles and uh, weird creepy forests and beneath the sewers and uh, and all that Basically, dark and
1: dark, cool, moist places. Well, not not perhaps moist places. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they could be dry, I guess. Yes, they could. So yeah, I. Uh... <clears throat> but but so so there are no uh there there is no court that has uh, sort of taking over a uh, modern part of the world. Well. We have these, um,
1: in the modern sense, we have the greed court, mm-hmm. or the wealth, because they they have this little drift of um, making more of these mm, delicious gold and wealth, and ooh, a company, I can infiltrate that. <laughs> so, I mean, th-
0: th- do they still live in the dark... Sort of weird places, or do we see vampires that have uh, these uh, high rise building the uh, penthouse living sort of upper class? Well, for the most, they are kind of traditional living underground.
1: Yeah, underground castles, ruins. I mean, some some places they even are huge courts that just that lives close to each other. A safe haven, really, but mm-hmm. but basically they they try to well, to survive by living as traditional as possible because well it works it works <laughs> it just works it just <laughs> works because th- the, this this hierarch and these courts are basically the, the longest living creatures surviving uh, hierarchs and courts in history okay. and he survived or he survived by playing it cool staying hidden, and survive through that. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: So, let's say that they've taken control of a major company, and they build a skyscraper. Skyscra- yep. But, uh, instead of living on the penthouse sort of thing, high-rise, luxury stuff, <laughs> they build a basement level, and just have their court down there in real security Mm -hmm. and
1: stuff? Yeah, I suppose they could.
0: I actually like that a bit better than having the sort of classical vampire, oh, I'm so wealthy. (laughs) Yeah, living in the penthouse, being all high and mighty, but instead these fuckers actually live underground. They must live underground to survive, yeah. They must live underground to survive. I mean, the sunlight's still... Yeah, but I mean, you could make a sunproof penthouse.
1: I suppose they could. But
0: that <laughs> you would, could. You could do that. But
1: that would look mighty suspicious, wouldn't it?
0: Well, I <laughs> yes, it would. Maybe. Maybe. It, it depends. But but I I do like the idea better that instead of living in a luxurious skyrise, they actually live in a luxurious basement. <laughs> yeah, that, that would. Be- it's like they have ten basement levels. Uh, stretching underground. Yeah, exactly. It's like an upside-down skyscraper. Yeah. (laughs) These (laughs) massive complexes underground that just uh, is this hive for the vampires. Yeah.
1: I would actually see that. And because this is a work-in-progress, stage, we might actually implement that. Well, well, that is cool. I like that. Yeah. I suppose.
0: So we went a lot from superheroes into vampires. I
1: mean, I am kind of proud over my inspiration (laughs) of these fuckers, so...
0: (laughs) And your inspiration is what?
1: Basically what I've seen around, but... You you, you made
0: your own spin of the vampire myth? Exactly, and that is what I'm a little bit proud of. Yeah, I buy that. Yeah. But
1: in contrast to the vampires, there are also this modern kind of superhero world, if we can change the focus a little bit (laughs) on that. I mean, you have the Mystic magic part, and then you have this people in... I'm not going to say in hiding, but imagine like a 10% 10 of population is freaks, and sort of lives hidden because, well... Prejudice? Sometimes, yeah. Prejudice, shame, basically. But imagine you have a population of 10% being this. That's quite a lot of them, actually. I did actually... Oh, I can't remember if if it is 10%, but I did do a little bit of a uh, comparison to the trans community.
0: Hear me you out You really bef- want to go there? Hear me out before.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: because the tra- that that is... People with true dysphoria, that's like half a percent or something of the total population. I can't remember really what I
1: put there, but I, I thought it fitted really good because it was... It was a bit of people, but it wasn't a lot. Mm-hmm. And I thought it would really reflect good on a little bit of population being freaks, so to speak. Be. Because, well, you don't see them a lot. Uh, you don't see them all the time, and that makes them kind of special when they do show up.
0: Unless they've been on Tumblr, I guess. Well, there are communities, <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> Free, I, free I, mean, I see where you're going with this. Yeah. And I, I think it's actually a good idea y- just to have sort of a. Saying realistic here is kind of. Yeah, a, I, a, I,
1: I am thinking a, a little more of that. Uh, imagine if you're just going around in town and just seeing, well, that guy's have powers, that guy has powers, that guy has powers. Meh. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I see, I, I see thinking, where you're going with I it. I think more less is more yeah. in this case. Because I really want to. because. It is well integrated in the world Mm -hmm. of uh, enhanced people, but it's still very special when they do show up. Yeah. Yeah, I I buy it. Because in, at least in my life, I do walk around. If I'm, I am going to go with this (laughs) hot topic that is trans people. Hot topic. Hot topic. (laughs) I I don't see a lot of trans people, but I do know they exist out there. Mm Mm-hmm. That does sound worse than it actually is. <laughs> I knew there are other people. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but really, I, pe- just because they are not part of my life, I doesn't know. I I don't know they're out there mm-hmm. and exist in our world. <laughs> <laughs> Take it as you like, people. I don't care Sorry, anymore. it's just so goddamn funny to think I, about it. I know. It? <laughs> I, know. I, I I try to find a better a better uh, euphemism, but.
0: Yeah, yes. well, I I see where you're going with it. I mean, you're just looking at it with
3: statistics, yep. it makes sense. Yeah, so. exactly.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think that's enough stirring up the ante. Yeah, yeah. I think so. And uh, we've been going on for quite a while, oh, so fuck Nugget. Yeah, we have. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I I do enjoy discussing this because it really shows on both of us because we really <laughs> 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 i mean <laughs> it's fun i really love world building me too so i mean i can keep discussing and just shit posing about this
1: <laughs> i think we're gonna have to take notes and uh, just sh- see what we have been talking about and <laughs> maybe talk about this more in the future yeah so exactly so but i do like the idea of people asking questions about this
0: yeah but, it's really great to have people actually asking questions or or coming with their thoughts about it. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I'm all for more input. I'm all for getting more responses around this and see what works and doesn't work and how people feel and think about it. Yeah. So, I mean, if you... That listens to this have any ideas or or questions, comments, or whatever? I would love to hear them.:
1: yeah, me too. I, so, I am I'm dying for feedback,
0: <laughs> exactly, and I mean, if you come with a good idea, it might be implemented. <laughs> Maybe it will <laughs> so yeah, I mean, really, do give us some feedback on this. It will be great.: Feedback, damn you <laughs>
3: Don't be shy. We're friendly. Oh. Oh, no.
1: No, no, not friends. Not friends. Commissar, no!
0: (laughs) Yeah, friendship is (laughs) heresy. But uh, with that said... (laughs) Please do get in touch with us and yeah. uh, tell us what do you think about our ideas and our projects
1: and feedback and all that. Yeah,
0: feedback and all that, and you can always get in touch with us either through uh, Twitter. Yeah, the main handle for the podcast is at drh podcast. Yeah, uh, usually I am the one. That, <laughs> I am is, the one posting with that yeah, handle. That
1: that is the main uh, the main uh, handle, and I, I have the uh, drh Magnus, which yeah. is. My half of the Twitter <laughs> frontier, so to speak. But at DRH is basically the main.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We didn't mention this in the beginning of the episode, which should be. My name is Roland, or Roland, for you English speakers. And uh, my friend over there, <laughs> over, there, over is there, Magnus. Yes, exactly. So, I mean... For you
1: new people, I new suppose. New people.
0: Yeah, I, I guess we just jumped the introduction because...
1: I assume people know
0: who we are. <laughs> we're superstars. No, no we're not. <laughs> we're unknowns. Nobody's really We're two weird people sitting in a couch talking about our role-playing games.
1: Yes. And for those of you who have been listening <laughs> before, we have upgraded from the basement. Actually,
0: couch. it's more like we, we don't have place in the basement anymore because we've been run out by bunnies. Yeah, <laughs> the bunny brigade. goddamn bunnies. So now we're upstairs in the couch instead, which is kind of nice. It's comfy. It is comfy, actually. Mm.
1: It is closer to sunlight. It is dark outside now, but yeah.
0: Well, not really dark. I mean, we're up in the north. It doesn't really get dark during the summer.
2: Nah. Uh, I
3: need sleep.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you get used to it. Yeah, I know. That is fuck you when you're up uh, over the
0: polar... Well, we're not circle. above the polar circle.
1: We're not either. above the polar circle, but uh, it's fun when you're up there. Above yeah, the polar well,
0: if, if you go above, it's like, when does the sun set? I mean,
1: <laughs> the sun is like teasing you. It, it goes up, it just starts to go down by, ah, uh, no, ah, 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 psych. <laughs> and goes, <laughs> it up, goes yeah. up again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. And we trail off the Fuck.
0: You just <laughs> started rambling. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, that's our Twitter. Yeah, that, that's the Twitter handle. You, you can. Send us an email, yeah. actually. Uh dead.red.herring at gmail.com. Yeah. And uh you do find our
1: podcasts on the on the most regular spaces, really, but
0: uh Yeah, w- wherever you can find podcasts, you should be able to find our podcasts. Yeah. So uh so I guess that depends on where you're listening. <laughs> I guess you couldn't find more. Uh unless you're on YouTube, which yeah. we upload to uh, semi-regularly. When I get the sound files, yeah, I that's might. my fault. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but do hang on on
1: YouTube because we do upload a little fair bit of Let's Plays. We uh, are aiming to uh, upload a bit more of. Yep. Let's Plays, and uh, we put we do stream through Twitch now. Yeah. But we gonna put that on YouTube later. Yeah. That that's the plan at least.
0: Exactly. So do hang around on YouTube. Don't yeah. give
1: up. <laughs> on us yet
0: there well whatever your preferred platform hopefully you'll find more of us there exactly and with that I guess uh, we should just say thank you so much for listening I hope you've enjoyed it even though we've been sort of rambling on the insane ramblings that's our model I suppose <laughs> yes we do insane ramblings beating dead horses and stuff
1: how's dead red herring yeah and with that
0: thank you for listening have a great time bye bye ta ta
3: Let me fuck my microphone. Don't fuck your microphone. I want to fuck my microphone. I'm going to shove it up my.